All right, so welcome to this week's podcast. I am Peter Fernandez. I am, I am yeah. the host. I'm DJ. I'm Devin. I'm the president of the club for the next month and a half, two months. Cries. I suppose I'm Andy, the uh, Minecraft lead. There you go. Yeah, I want to just start off real quick with like, holy shit, fuck yeah. Like, I'm super proud of what you guys worked on for the Minecraft graduation. Like, that was sick as shit, dude. Yeah. Really like, fun. seriously, congrats on that, man. Like, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I can't take. I'm not. Ta- I'm not taking any of the any, any of the credit though. That's all Andy and uh, the builders. That that's that's all them. Yeah. All right. Let's I talk like about that. that. I yeah, like Andy, that now that it's it. been done. It could be like a an a map. Thing. Yeah. You could just. We could do something just for our club and stuff. Yeah. How fucking long did it take you guys to build that? Holy! Like I saw. Like I did the video for the at least Gamble, but you guys built a whole lot more than just Gamble's. Like. What was like all that? Yeah, so um, Gamble was the original intention, right? Like we weren't thinking of building all Vucon, um, but we actually ended up building Gamble like fairly quickly. So then it was like, well, we have all this time left. So like, what can we do? And that was really um, me and Ethan took the initiative on that. I had just planned to do Gamble, but from then it just became a competition of like how many buildings and how many roads can we put in <laughs> until like May tenth. Um, and so it's really cool now because we, we actually have like an official Yukon map, or I guess it's unofficial, but it's like the closest representation to the actual thing. Um, and it's really neat as an asset, um, just because like now we can do a whole bunch of Minecraft activities centered in Yukon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a hub so, world for a map or something. Yeah. It could be like, oh, that's actually a really good idea. But like. How much, for those who might not know, like, how much of Yukon did you guys build besides Gamble? You built the um, bars, right? You guys got all the way over to Northwest, didn't you? Damn, yeah, we you got were... all the way to Northwest? Yeah, I don't that's think where we, we uh, built, right? that's, that's about as far as we got. So, like, we, we did most of the road between McMahon and the Student Union. Um, we did North Parking Garage. We did South Parking Garage. Um, I think the plan is, like, once we set up the summer server, uh, we'll continue finishing all the buildings that we missed. So currently, right now, we're, we're like, expanded almost all the way to Store Center, I'd say. Mm. Um, so we have to build the road that goes by Mirror Lake and all that. Oh, so you got to build um, Bishop and uh, the... Yeah, the I don't think we built Buckley. <laughs> So yeah, I don't think you build anything on the side. Is it all like uh, furniture on the inside or just structure? Um, it's structured in some areas. So like some buildings have actual things in them. Okay. They're not actually uh, like for scale for what the actual building would look like. like oh, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Inside the school of business. <laughs> but, but yeah, so like that's kind of the idea of like we can take these buildings and, and put like neat things in them. Like, there's Spleef in the School of Business, for example. Like, that's really cool. Um, Isn't that just a uh, metaphor for business in general? You try to take everyone else yeah, exactly. out, and then you just fall in love. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it'd be cool if the actual School of Business had a Spleef, or, you know, but it doesn't. So, we filled in. Use your imaginations. Yep, pretty much. Right. That's neat, though. You actually 
put purpose for the buildings instead of just being like the bare structure on the outside, which I find is pretty cool. What was the uh, what was in the union, Andy? I forget. In the union? Yeah, it was the union or the field house. I know one of them had a uh, racing type thing, right? Boat. Yeah. So uh, there is an ice boat racing track in the field house. Yeah. Mm. And good place, in the good union, place. I, I don't think we. I think the union we actually built like somewhat to scale of what the actual interior looks like. Like we had we had the cafeteria and the uh, the markets. Mm. Right. Huh. You uh yeah. Very cool. That's Impressive, nice. Yeah. Honestly, like you guys you guys put in uh a lot of work and it's just like ridiculously impressive. It looks like a professional team went in there and like went to work. It's insane. Yeah, I think the map is really impressive. But also like the actual event, like all the work that Ryan did in getting the speakers and setting up a schedule and, and like keeping everything organized was really, really handy on the day of because we weren't wondering like what to do next. We had a whole plan. Yeah, Ryan. So that was the... really neat to be part of that, like to see that yeah. experience up front. It's like you yeah, gotta be Ryan done with this, this and this and this certain amount of time for like your speeches. Right, and, stuff, and all the right? speeches and stuff. Yeah. Which is interesting. Did any of you watch it was especially complicated because like we couldn't see each other. Like none of us actually met in real life, you know, because of the whole quarantine thing. Yeah. So this was all done over Discord and Google Docs and Minecraft. Damn. So it was cool. That's yeah, fun, so though. like Davis was saying like making it like a you and you were saying, Andy, that you were like gonna add more to it for the summer server. Like what are your plans since you're also the uh the game lead for minecraft you're, yeah. you're gonna be mostly running a lot of events for minecraft like what are some of your plans if any you got like what what are some activities you want to go forward with what are some ideas you have cooking up inside for the the community at large yeah it's uh really interesting since uh since you were able to get us that uh really nice server from its we have a lot of ram to work with a lot of space a lot of dedicated so... ram yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my original idea, we're gonna have. So we're gonna have the uh, the map that we built for commencement, and we're gonna have a survival and a creative variant. So in creative, the goal will be to continue expanding campus. So to add all the buildings that we missed, add the roads, maybe even go into store center. Mm -hmm. So that would be really interesting for people who are uh, willing to like continue uh, adding on to campus. Um, and then we'll also have a regular survival map where the campus will kind of be the spawn point, and then you could build whatever you want, like, outside of campus. So it'll be kind of like you live in stores and you build your own house, and, you know, you do all the things you do in survival. Yeah, um, neat. And so the idea is, like, at a certain point, we'll be able to have a picture-perfect Minecraft map of Yukon. And then we can host all sorts of events on there. Like we could do hide and seek. We could do um, building game. competitions. We can do the boat racing. Like all, all this stuff that you could generally do at Minecraft. Like I'm really excited to do a, a Minecraft Hunger Games with the Yukon campus. I think that would be really cool. Great. Did you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's like a manhunt club on campus already. That, yeah, that, it's is. like they, they use the whole entire campus to actually play Mano, which is pretty cool. I think that'd be pretty fun to like actually play Hunger Games inside of a 
Yo, could you like slide me their Uconnect? Like that sounds sick as shit. I yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm not even sure it's like a official club. I think it's just like people who just got together and, and like was literally playing tag in the dark. <laughs> it started out as like a Reddit thread. I think some guy wanted to yeah. do it. That is Great. so cool, yeah, man. But like seriously, congrats on the success. Like even just the video. Like looking at some of the video, the uh, the views we have. Like it's one of the most viewed videos on our channel now the minecraft commencement the behind the scenes is one of our most viewed videos in the last couple of months like it's real big success people loved it people enjoyed it and i'm seriously hoping for even bigger stuff from the minecraft community like i'm super excited for what you guys are going to work on like i've been playing minecraft like crazy now so like i'm <laughs> i'm excited to be a part of that community and like yeah. join in and have fun with you guys I really like how well the video came out because, like, during the actual event, especially behind the scenes, it was very chaotic. But the video makes it seem like everything went very perfect, like, uh, minus a few mic issues. But that's fine. It was the first time, and we're all doing it online, you know? Yeah. But um, for the most part, it came out really professional. It looked exactly like an actual commencement with all the people giving speeches and all the people going up on stage. It was really fun. Like I'm really I'm really glad that I was able to have that group of people to work with and that the club supported it, of course. Um but that's that's the beginning. That's the start of the Minecraft community and we can only go up from here. So Yeah. Did you did any of you watch like the actual um one they held? Um oh, the virtual Saturday? commencement. Yeah, the the virtual commencement. I didn't, but I know my grandfather wanted to watch it, so I put it on the Apple TV in the living room, and then I went out for like a two-hour-long drive while it was going on. Uh, <laughs> I was just kind of just like, eh, I'm not graduating, so that's fair. Honestly, I just like I, I really, I really think that I really hope they do something in October for them because like that's the big thing because like they didn't get to like walk across stage, which is like kind of a big deal for seniors, especially like now that the job market's completely crashed. Um. It's really let's kinda... talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no, but... no, no, please. Let's bring up some depressing shit on the podcast. This like, is uh, Sad Boy Hours right oh, now yeah. with DJ. <laughs> sad Boy Hours with UCGC. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to us talking about COVID and how awful yeah. it is. The COVID cast. This We're is going to get banned is. from YouTube for saying that word. Uh, uh, it's been more than 30 seconds. We're good. We're okay. Good. Talk Perfect. about it. But did you um, actually see what um Tom was wearing? Like that necklace. Oh, yeah. That necklace. Like I was like, oh. He's <laughs> he gathering all like... the infinity stones. Yeah, that's a, yeah, right. He literally looked like like uh like you would see like a uh, a priest in uh, in an RPG. Like yeah, he, that's like... what he looked like. And I was like, like or like some professor at the College of Winterhold from Skyrim. Yeah, he, he literally looks like an RPG character, which is the most yeah. funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh my like, god! They awesome. all because like they're not like all like different econ colors. They're all random colors that are like marbled, which I found yep. weird. Yep. Oh, that's great though. I'm glad that they actually did something for people at least, but it was very like I didn't see the whole thing. I saw like segments of it. Yeah, it was very funny. But I think that's kind of what they were going for. Yeah, I rewatched. Yeah, the my roommate. My Go roommate ahead. was graduating, and he uh, and he said it was kind of it was kind of bad to watch. Like it was really boring. Like, yeah, nothing, well, yeah, I guarantee it. You're literally sitting in front of a TV screen watching a pre-recorded Tom do. Oh uh, no, Tom! Tom was actually his part was live. Oh, his part was in, live. Uh, okay. Yeah, his part was live in Jorgensen. Okay, but I, but yeah, I, after part, that, like the videos were that they scrolled yeah. all the names. I was like, kind of. 
yeah all that was boring but like yeah i actually uh on that day when i when i was driving back i actually saw tomcat drive he drove past me in his tesla (laughs) did you did you wave hi uh, no, I didn't. I uh, just kind of drove by, but I knew it was him because I saw his license plate. You know, the Prez TK. With the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the Prez TK with the little uh, little husky on it. Yeah, I saw uh, it on Reddit. I thought I thought it was fake. I was like, no, no, one no that's actually right no, that's actually that. nope, that's actually his license plate. Damn, Tom Cat is flexing. Yeah, he really is. He's flexing with that custom Yukon license plate. License plate. <laughs> yeah. What you do you think the odds are? Living in Connecticut, like, you can actually get that. Yeah, uh, I've seen that around place. in my town. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. either like the white and red one or the blue, right wh- and white and red ones. Mm-hmm. Which is really nice. Seen the I like them. around campus with the Yukon license plate. Like what? it's not, <laughs> it's not it's not like a, a Yukon branded license plate. It's like the letters are Yukon, and it's are like you oh yeah, I've like seen a that before. Motorcycle. It stays. I love like that. when I lived in Garrigus, it was always outside. It was really just like the Yukon motorbike, and I was like. This is just some random guy, like, has this license plate. Uh, he's really patriot for, your, for the Huskies. Yeah, hey, you know, let, let the let the man be, I guess, right? Yeah. That's pretty great. I, I mean, that. it's his money. He can spend it on whatever he wants. If he wants to spend it on exactly. decals for his bike, he can spend it on decals for his bike. Uh, exactly. It's just so surprising that nobody took that license plate. You know what well, I mean? I think I think that's I think, crime, dude. I like know. somebody, somebody, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think motorcycles have different, um, different have like different. You, well, no, not even that, but I think they have like like you can have oh the different lettering in like um yeah, yeah than yeah. cars. So like, I think you can have like the same license plate on your motorcycle and your car. Like yeah. oh you, really? I think I don't know. I could be totally wrong and just spewing straight bullshit. But like, I genuinely don't know. Uh, I, but I'm pretty, it, that sounds like something that would be true, right? It sounds like it'd be that true, it, but knowing from watching live databases, TV, yeah, it's like they'll check the plates, and a plate is registered per vehicle. So I think they have right. one one set of plates per vehicle because people get in trouble a lot for pulling plates That's off true. vehicles and not having like their um little paper they get they're supposed to, you're supposed to print out. Yeah, that is true. Huh. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, you put out a single this past. I did, I did did last. Yeah, Peter, you haven't heard it. I'm kind of, kind of upset. You never heard "Hey Siri." Yeah, you haven't heard "Hey Siri." My HomePod's about to go off in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally did. Hey Siri, shut up. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, no, I have a single. Um, I'm actually coming out with another one. Um fairly soon it's called iconic it's uh it's um it's pretty great i'm gonna toot my own horn here um i you know it's i like it it's pretty good um you know i've heard good feedback from people so yeah i liked the hey siri it was pretty good i liked it that's good little bit motherfucker's been wanting to get on the podcast he's like yo i got a single yo i gotta (laughs) that shit i gotta plug that shit to like eight to ten viewers that watch our podcast i mean our hard hard (laughs) eight to ten viewers go hard i'll say that yeah they do they They go go hard hard by watching five minutes trust me analytics (laughs) (laughs) the rest of this is just for us we can say whatever we want after five minutes pretty much score 10 viewers they suck (laughs) (laughs) oh oh god (laughs) yeah it's fine we're going past the 20 don't worry about it we're good yeah Uh, true true engagement here andy's right 
Um, but yeah, no, I um I released it. Um was it on the eighth? So that was the last day of finals week. Um it's doing all right. I mean, like it's on spot, it's on all of the platforms. When I say all of them, I mean like even the ones no one's heard of. Even on uh, Mixer. Is yeah, it on title? Uh, yeah, it is on title. It's on everything. Wait, really? It's on Periscope too. No, Damn. Yeah, it's on literally everything. You could find it on TikTok too. It's in the TikTok library. Um, Yo, the Chinese got that shit on lockdown. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yo, I have plays. I have plays. People play it in Taiwan. I'm not even kidding. Like I, I like look it up by country. Uh, Taiwan, uh, Romania, Australia. I've got like a few plays from each of those places. Really, I sh- uh, really like yeah, Romania all the way out there. Yeah, in the middle. I know, right? Like mid European. Right. Yep. International sensation over here. Hell yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we are I'm like, the president I'm like, of a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like Pitbull, you know, I'm Mr. International. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's been it's been nice. You know, music's something I've always been interested in, so it's pretty pretty cool to actually do something with it. Uh, but it's fun. But no, Peter, that is not why I wanted to come on. <laughs> <laughs> Just to address that statement because I did hear it. No, it's not why I wanted to come on. I, uh, you know, I'm I'm nearing the end of my tenure as president of UCGC, so I wanted to have a last hurrah, I guess. You know, Friday especially because Husky games, Husky, yeah, exactly. Especially because Husky games in Winter Prowl were canceled this year because of a blizzard from Winter Prowl and then COVID for Husky games. It's uh, it's been Dude. a sad year. 2020 is a shit year so far. We're almost halfway through the year, and like we're almost we're we're just please. I'd like to skip this cutscene, please. Yeah. Oh my god! It was because of the COVID nineteen stuff. Like I got a job, and then like classes were like I completely forgot about classes, and but I was like still doing like projects and stuff for the classes. Yeah. Like everything felt it just felt so much faster than it typically would. Honestly, I, I honestly, when I got the email that uh, I we weren't going back, I yeah, that we weren't going back. And I really hope none of my professors somehow find this and hear me saying this. Um, I didn't do any work up until finals week. I'm not even kidding. I did no I mean, work. I got I mean, all you... of the homework, all of the homework that I had to turn in. I turned in the last day of finals week. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it was, understandable. It was. Yeah, it was bad. Um, I yeah, but have you how, how were how did the grades turn out for you guys? Well, I got straight A's, dude. Surprisingly. Oh, you got a four Congratulations, Davis. Woo! Wow, well, dude, I'm so fucking smart. If my hand wasn't wasn't like sliced open, I would clap for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't clap. <laughs> okay, okay. Like it's not. So I'm clapping my elbow. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> not to deviate though. Like, what kind of yard work were you doing to slice your hand open? Yeah, I'm really you interested in this story. Tree, weren't you? Yeah, I'm, um, so we were my my uh, just throughout the week. My dad and my brother and I have been like working around the house, like chopping down some trees and cleaning out shrubs, and just kind of yeah. like opening up more space in our yard, mm. just so we could have just a little more space. I don't really know why, but just a little more space. Um, and you know i like previously i was like working with a chainsaw and like hedge cutters and everything and like no problem but something on what was it monday monday whatever no tuesday i don't fucking remember when i got this injury um whenever i got this injury i think it was tuesday um just like i was just going around like it was it was the 12th it was the 12th which was monday 
Three yeah, days ago? So, no, Tuesday. No, that's t- anyway, that's a, doesn't, that's doesn't matter. Idea. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Continue. So like, I was, I was just cleaning some of. My dad was like, "Okay, today you'll just, um, chop some, like trim the bushes, like make sure all that stuff is all, is all set up and nice." And like, I've been doing it every day for the past like week. So I was like, yeah, "Fuck it, whatever." Okay, seems easy enough. And I was kind of just before I cut my hand, I was just playing with it to like see if there was like any optimal way of like, wait, doing it. Wait, 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 wait. Were you running your hand up and down the blade? No. So like at the handle, at the handle, this there's like a, this is like the adult quick. version of don't run with the scissors, don't play with the chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. So wait, I, is it is it a hedge? It's an electric hedge clipper or is it a chainsaw? It was a chainsaw. Okay. And um, I was playing with the and with the with it. There's like two mechanisms. It's an electric chainsaw, and with two mechanisms. There was a top part that you push down, which allows you to press the trigger underneath the handle. Yeah. Which turns on the chainsaw. Which is the safety. And if you let go, yes. Yeah, this podcast is monetized because you said trigger. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> we've been saying COVID like 20 times. We've already been demonetized. Yeah. Well, um, you know. We're going to gain that ban from Twitch. Um, yeah, we're going to get banned from Twitch. Mods are lurking somewhere. Like playing with the trigger up top, the uh, the safety, like if it would it would stay like it doesn't typically it once you remove your finger, it like flings back up and like turns mm. off the the saw. Yes, as it but should. I was, it's pretty old. We've I've had that saw since I was like five years old, so about fifteen years. Wait, and, you had a um, chainsaw when you were five. You had a sweet well, ass yeah, childhood. Yeah, had, wait, you you did it for a while. Oh no no! I thought like you personally owned your own chainsaw. <laughs> yeah no, he's going around so ripping into the trees, felling trees here and there on his own as a five-year-old Andy. Oh, man. <laughs> I've always wanted to. Like, the thing is, like as a kid, I've always wanted to like chop down trees and like do stuff like that because I always thought that was like so cool. You want to be like, a pa- had, uh, Paul Bunyan in my house? We've had chainsaws, we've had axes. But, like I had to play, like as a kid, I like play around with the like the little hatchet because I was a fucking moron and played right. with metal. I played, played with, with that, sharp yeah. objects for way too long. But like I was playing with the uh, the chainsaw, like just kind of like seeing if there's like any optimal way to like kind of use it. And I noticed that the safety would get stuck. So like if I let go with my thumb, it would stay jammed, and I can still press the trigger, and the and the chain will still go. Mm. So. As I was cleaning some of the bushes, I I tried to like grab a bush, so I let go of everything, but the chainsaw was still on. Uh, and okay. In. No. Oh my god, I can't even imagine that. Yeah. Oh. How many? Okay. How many stitches? How many stitches? I have five stitches. Okay. Okay. And like right now, my hand's wrapped in in gauze and yes. and other things, and like oh, it, it looks mommy. nasty. It looks nasty. Oh, it was all covered by insurance, so like no money at all. Oh well, that's good. Uh, no, I, I I said I said uh, you're a mummy, not you. The I'm money. a mummy. <laughs> your money, bro. Your money, dude. No, yeah, but like, thankfully, like everything was covered by insurance. Thankfully, like no, like actual like important other than like my skin. Like nothing, like no limbs were taken off, no internal injuries, nothing like that. No giant chunk of uh, hand missing. No, like just like it's like, think of like if you were uh, like biting your your nails or something, and like you kind of like chew a little bit of that like nail. Oh, that hang nail, yeah, 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 yeah. And like it kind of was like that, and it like 
but like a little deeper than uh, than usual than you would prefer and um yeah so like i can't move my hand really it's in huh. this per so like occasionally my pointer it's like right in between my pointer finger and my thumb it's like in that fatty like oh that the webbing area. yeah yeah that webbing area so like thankfully like nothing important's there except for just the webbing so like it cut that so really i can't use my pointer finger or my thumb so i can't really grab a lot of stuff with this hand i can't do much with this hand it's just kind of there so like because i don't do anything with it it occasionally like you know like you get the uh the uh the the naily like your the pricker feeling in your hand for losing uh, pins all the, and needles uh, yeah yeah losing all your uh circulation uh. in your hand because of all the wrapping and just like the lack of movement from everything and mm -hmm. both of the fingers are swollen because of the impact so i've been using ice and you know everything's good my boss gave me a week off i'm getting the stitches off on tuesday next week oh, that's good oh that's so, like, nice do you have to go to the hospital to get the stitches off no, I have to just go to my my um, primary care doctor. So like yeah. nothing. Oh, okay, so so no risk of getting getting COVID then. I mean, I was at the hospital. Oh. You you were definitely the at the ER room. though. Yeah. Yeah, I was in the emergency room. All um, right. Well, it's been... how did it feel to be in a hospital right now? Like, yeah. What the atmosphere I'm very there? curious. Um, like the area they I was in, I, it must have been like a very slow day. Like it, like I truly, but like going there, it seemed like, like the rates of everything were dropping, because like nobody was like really going. Like it wasn't like what you would imagine. Like you've been seeing in some of the videos where like doctors are freaking out yeah. and like patients are like all over the place and just like all the hectic. I think as of right now, we're past that. At least in my town, I live in Danbury, so it's definitely one of the areas in Fairfield County that's probably getting the most hit. Because yeah. we're we're a city you're, you're compared to border. all the towns in Fairfield. Danbury is also very compact, right? Everything's yeah. super close together. Yeah, every like it's it's a large town, like it's a large city. Yeah. Like, because I've like if obviously wherever you live, you kind of know where everything is. But like at like at a very young age, I understood where everything was because everything's so tightly near each other. Right. And um, like the hospital vibe, like the doctors were definitely just like. Obviously, they were they were super kind and super nice, like just to help me out. And I obviously was like, "I'm so sorry, I'm wasting your guys' time with my stupid fucking hand, like I'm such a moron." <laughs> and they're like, "They're like, no, no, no." But like most of them were like, "If we, they are genuinely like concerned, like with." It was mostly the doctors that were upset with the idea that a lot of people want to end quarantine. Yeah, and I don't want to make any political statements. I'm just saying what the doctors were saying. Like one doctor was like, "Yeah, man, like I, I think it's crazy that like this place is going to become hell if we open up the if we open up uh, quarantine yeah. if we remove quarantine." And like, per, just as somebody personally, I think like you know we try to do our best to end this stuff as best as possible. But like, I don't understand the economic impact of all this shit, other than in like video game terms. Like, <laughs> oh my god, the other day. Okay, so okay, yeah. So basically, all events, all services, are out of jobs. So basically, either furloughed or unemployed. So nah, basically, so, all right, here, here's a, here's a here's a better way to explain it, right? So imagine you're you're playing Pokemon, right? And you're going you're going to face the Elite Four, but all of the Elite Four were sent home. 
right? And then the Pokemon League went bankrupt, and then all of the gyms closed, and then Pokemon Centers closed, and then Pokemarts closed, everything like that. That's what's happening. Yeah, it's a domino effect, basically. Yeah. No, but like I was, I've been reading it like, so the other day I was reading a quote from Phil Spencer, the Xbox, like the Xbox lead. Phil guy. Spencer. He was saying, like, right now, we're not going to, in the gaming industry, we're not going to feel shit. Yeah, of course In 2020, we're not going to be feeling anything. Games that are going to be released for this year will be released this year, if not a bit delayed. So, like, we've been seeing that. The Last of Us goes to Tsushima. Um, uh, What was it? Final Fantasy VII was a bit delayed. Other games, like, a lot of games are, are going to announce delays and stuff sooner or later. And and Phil Spencer said in 2021 is where we're really going to see the impact of COVID-19. As in, like, games that were supposed to come out in 2021 are probably not going to come out. Because they've been put on hold because no one's working year. on them. Yeah. He's, he, because this whole year, is, he, he feels like if... The, He's saying he was like saying if we continue quarantine and we don't allow workers to come into work to work, there's a good chance that there's going to be not only more delays but even worse, a lot more cancellations of video games in 2021. So he's believing. So he's believing that like we're going to have one of the driest years of gaming since like the 80s because of the fact that this whole year which could have been used to help develop the game will need to be used in 2021 to finish up anything else. And that kind of like had me questioning so many other things like movies that could have spent this whole year, Mm -hmm. like doing, like making stuff, new technology that could have like, like right now I love, I love looking up like phone tech. I love understanding all that technology for phones and like, there's a good chance we're not going to see really any good innovation in phones because of COVID-19 because this whole year was just fucked. And I'm probably spouting the obvious, but like still like to me, like that just, it freaks me out because like, we're going to be pretty much this year will feel like it. I'm a consumer and I need to consume. Just like anything. Yeah. Like, (laughs) like I need my new shows. Like personally, I love watching shows. I love doing things. But, like, personally, this whole year so far has been, like, a major waste to me. Yeah. Like, in terms of money and in terms of time and in terms of just, like, anything. Yeah, like, because, like, especially now that, like, I can't go to work. Because at least work was filling up, like, that, that like, that, get up. That time slide. Get up for 9 yeah. o'clock. Get up for 9 o'clock. Call home at around 2.30 and do some homework. Now that, like, this whole week... I classes are over and my boss gave me a week off like i'm waking up every day and i'm just like what do i do today go back to sleep like Like, i don't like even like i don't want to like i get up around like eight o'clock every day and i just sit i just sit downstairs in my room and i'm just like okay i guess i'll i guess i'll binge watch shows that i was supposed to watch or i wish i could say i play video games but my fucking hand hand busted yeah so I can't play any video games. Oh, you gotta buy that accessibility controller. That makes yeah, you gotta buy the uh, accessibility no. Xbox controller with the large ass buttons. Hit them. Can we just sit here for a second and just appreciate that controller? Yeah, like honestly, so many. There are so many. I've been taking a media literacy class this for this well, during our past semester. Oh uh, wait, did you take twenty three ten W? Yeah. Oh, I love that class. It was so easy. I, Who do I, you? 
you have? I had this lady named Amanda Coletti. I've been, oh, I think my friend had class. that class. I've been I've had her as like a professor, as a TA, as a teacher for three semesters in a row now. So like we both know each other very well. We've been, we always we would always like talk before, after, during, like all the time. Yeah. So I felt very comfortable talking with her about my ideas. I wrote a research paper on The Last of Us and The Witcher Three. Nice. And and I'm right now work, work working with her to get it published mm. officially. Oh, um because I'm very proud of it and she also thought it was one of the best papers she's read so far. And um so yeah, I I really I so yeah, but like in that class there was a section where like they talked about like um what was it? Uh like minority groups or groups underrepresented groups and stuff. And they didn't talk about like mental health and like disabilities and all that stuff, like that kind of group of people. Mm. And I was like, and this is right off of the heels of me playing Senua Hell Hellblade Senua Sacrifice, which is like one of the best games I've played ever. It's yeah. so fucking good if anyone hasn't played it here. Um and it's about a woman who no just PlayStation like, exclusive? No, it's an Xbox exclusive actually. Oh, yeah. Um, is it on Game Pass? Yes, it's on Game oh, Pass. Fucking phenomenal. All right. Well, um, what's the name of that? I need to. I'm gonna. Uh, Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. It is. It's so good. The combat's good. It's very. It's. It's not. Oh, dark this story. game. Oh, yeah. this game. Oh, I saw that. Like, I just looked it up. I see the cover for it. Yeah, like that game is like a game you need to play with headphones by yourself and like spend like five hours playing. It's a very short game, but like. Fuck me! Did it have an impact on my like? It I genuinely felt something for one like That's, playing a I video game. I haven't played one of those games in a while. Like the only other game I felt somewhat like Last that was Death, Death Stranding. Death oh, no. Stranding was one of those games where I was just like, so <laughs> like I was so like I was so profoundly changed by the experience. It's, yeah. I also I kind of think um, that a lot of times you really see the more of like the sort of minorities in race rather than like mental illness because like it's more common to have someone of a certain race be have something else in common with someone of the same race rather than like because every mental illness is going to be different in some degree and you have to and like if like my like it's fine to like, have it in there it's just like you need to represent it properly which i think they do inside hellblade yeah right. and that's why like it, and like going back to the controller like i feel like xbox like did such an amazing job making that controller like, i've always wanted to talk about this controller to people because it's just such a fucking cool idea like even right. though the commercial for that controller is cheesy and corny as shit it's where, like, still it's kids the point yeah it's just like, yeah. it's point across like this is for so people who want to play games but can't yeah it's yeah. so accurate to what like is what would definitely happen like Honestly, if I had a friend who like couldn't really play video games a lot with me yeah, for his birthday or something, I, thought. I would yeah. I would be so happy if he had one, and I'd be so I'd be like I'd be one of the first people like watch him play a video game and be like, dude, that was fucking awesome, right? And like, yeah, just like I love that controller so much. It's so cool. It's so awesome. But rather than just talking about random fucking subjects, and yeah, let's actually get on task. Um, there really is there really is other than the minecraft um conversation that i really wanted to talk about with andy i also wanted to like see just because you know we've been in this uh pandemic we've been in like we've been by ourselves 
what are some games that you guys have been playing that you've been enjoying that you might recommend that you might not rec others that you might not so recommend like what are some games you might want to have gone let's go with davis first davis what are some games uh, you've been i've been playing through xenoblade 2 again getting ready for the uh remake of the first game overall it's like if you don't like the final fantasy like auto attack system then you're not gonna like these games because that's what basically they are they're like these auto things where it's like it's like you you don't have to, you don't have to like do much you just have to press buttons and do button commands but like you don't have to necessarily do a lot with like turn it's not turn based it's what's that final fantasy game it was a 10 no it wasn't 10 it had it was like nine that had like the weird auto battle sim I think like, I know they you're were talking about like there was a remake for it like re like maybe a couple two three yeah years it was back. either nine or eleven that like had I the think weird it might have been eleven I think it, yeah it probably 11. was eleven it had that weird aspect and like, gimmick of like being auto attack which is fine you do a certain amount of damage after a certain amount of hits that's that's fine that's what I like about the Xenoblade because like you you see progression of like damage and stuff the hard part is just like the voice acting in general for me it's just like. They're all British, which is like I had problems originally with Dragon Dragon Quest Eleven and like that series with the voice acting because like they're all like oh it's very posh when they speak and like it's like okay what do you mean? Are, you, are you saying so are you saying that you have an issue with people who speak all right so he just talks. got muted but it, um, but like yeah, it just it's just like very it's very like stereotypical. It's terrible. not like it's not like it's very typical of how how people would speak. It's like it's not like oh, yeah. how like actual. I don't think actually British people would speak like they have this like the car the stereotype of like the Welsh person, the Scottish person, and like the overlooks like English stereotypes. It's just weird to hear it inside of like a headphone setting. But like I've been streaming that game, and then I've just been playing my uh, gotcha games and like daily stuff. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Animal Crossing is pretty much in my routine of okay, wake up, turn up prices, not what I want. Go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, wake up at wake up past twelve again. Uh, turn up prices are higher. Okay, this is probably the highest you're gonna get, and sell them off. I do use like the Nook turn up whatever the turn turn up profit, which I think is one of the best ideas ever because it, it runs an algorithm where you plug in your turn up prices and then it'll calculate what best day to sell it on. Oh wait, really? That's kind of cool. Yeah, if you, I think it's like Nook dot net slash turnip calculator was the one has it I been used. accurate for you it's been has very been accurate you? yeah because like today or this week my turnip's been like fluctuating and then it takes like the first um four to six data data points and then it calculates the um the ranges so like you have a maximum you have the minimums but like a lot of times they'll be somewhat near the maximums most of the time but it's fairly accurate which is which is really nice. I don't have to do a lot of like. Okay, I just come back on these days to check and see, and then it's done. Because turnips is cool. a fucking chore. I swear to God. Nah, me and my me and my friends, we my friend had like five hundred and twelve <laughs> as his turnip prices. Yeah, and he just all went offloaded. For sale. So he's. I was. He said, "Well, we all kind of missed it." And they all said, "Well, Pete, you're 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 Mr. Cozy over there who doesn't give a shit about time traveling." And I'm like, "Yep, I do not care." So he's like, "Okay, go to fucking Sunday and start buy, buy us a bunch of turnips." And then, yeah, we pretty much robbed. Uh, we robbed. We you robbed the uh, Nook's heist. cranny. We did the ultimate fucking heist. We we sat yeah. there for three hours making about ten million each. 
So, you know, you guys, you guys are saying these words, and I'm just like, so as somebody who's never played an Animal Pro- Crossing game, you guys are saying these words, and I'm just like, I, I don't understand the point of <laughs> game, the gameplay for this. I, yeah. I don't get it. Uh, so, Devin, maybe, 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 maybe you can watch a review on our YouTube maybe. channel. Yeah, you can maybe uh, either watch. Maybe our I should do that, <laughs> or or. You could tell us what are some of the games you've been playing that we might have heard of or know so that you could feel included in the conversation. No, that's fine. I don't need to be included. It's all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, fuck you, Andy. What are you doing? Yeah, Andy. I'll what jump in. I'll jump in after Andy. Andy, you go ahead. I'll be the disappointing person who. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so I've been playing Minecraft. Okay. Oh, no. You no. haven't. No. Really? <laughs> Um, Who would have guessed that? So I haven't played this recently, but I would really recommend Factorio. Oh, yeah. One of the craziest games I've ever played. Like, it's just sucked hours from my life. There's actually, um, in high school, I did this bus bus trip to St. Louis. Um, It was like 18 hours, I think, just on a bus. And me and my friends brought a, uh, like a switch, like a network switch. Oh, you, we played Factorio for almost 15 hours straight and beat My the God. game in one sitting That's like, nice. on a coach yeah, bus. It's is ridiculous, but it, it's one of those games where like, you're just join and you're like immediately identify something to do and then it takes you like five hours to do it. Yeah. That's I feel like that's well. That's, that's the same with Minecraft. You have like achievements to guide you along the way, but like you should know the general like kind of aspects of like what you're getting into. It's like oh. Minecraft if you got really lazy, like you didn't want to do any of the actual mining or crafting. Yeah, so you, you automated it. So basically, it's like modern Minecraft where you automate everything. <laughs> Pretty much, like it's it's a like you start out getting raw materials, then you figure out how to make the raw materials like automatically. Then you build more machines that get raw materials and convert them into things. And eventually, like, there's also this side plot where you're also trying to, like, kill all the aliens, like, on the planet that you landed at. (laughs) Uh, Like, not only are you trying to automate things, but you also have to avoid the aliens, like, trying to destroy your base. And it's really kind of neat because it's also, like, like an alien. It's like a comparison to global warming because when you first start right there the entire world is like perfectly pristine there's trees everywhere and water and then the more automation you add the more polluted it gets the uglier things start looking <laughs> like the angrier the, the aliens get and the more they try to kill you because you're like destroying their planet but you don't care because you have lots of guns yeah so so so, so it's like minecraft on crack it's yeah capital- it's time. basically capitalism the game yeah, it's capitalism Minecraft. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Huh. That sounds like fun. It Yo, is ridiculous. It seems like a very good RTS, bro. Yeah. I'm, I, I'll check it out. Because I just looked it up. It's got a 10 out of 10 on... Yeah, it's on one TV. of the best Are you games serious? It's like one of... Yeah, no, it is like the highest rated game, like, uh, ever. Even on all, like, all review sites. Wow. Huh. That's impressive. What's its yeah. Metacritic score? I'll look it up right now. Yeah, Google. I'm it. very Metacritic. curious. Because well, Meta- he does Metacritic that. Is, Metacritic is like a very. I will Meta. also add. Um, Factorio will never go on sale. Like the devs have been very honest about it. They will always keep it at the price it's at right now. 
Which so there's, is no, like, the, there's no point in waiting. Like, it'll just always be the same price. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, the, the reason behind sales is just kind of to clear out inventory. Like, and for practical for practical stores, like, in-person stores, is sales are to clear out inventory. But for, like, digital stuff, it gets to the point where, like, if it goes on sale, people aren't going to pick it up once it comes off that sale. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, apparently, Factorio is technically an early access yeah it is okay. so mm. there is no metacritic score really really so okay so yeah you can really only gauge it off of the uh the sixty thousand reviews people have it on steam so bad. i mean that's yeah, a that's a that's, that's a scientific good, survey dude. uh area yeah, pretty damn interesting huh. i would say like it's an early access on name only it's not actually unstable or anything like that like in my hours of playing i've never found an actual bug Wow. And it works perfectly fine on my Mac, which is a good feat for any type of video game if yeah. it works on a Mac at all. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's a very fun game. I, I would warn you, like, it's a very dangerous game. So, like, don't play Factorio if you have any responsibilities in your life. Oh, it's, it's one of those soul-sucking games. Okay. Okay, so it's one of those where it just sucks you in and then you just it's, never it's, want to it's stop like, uh, It's like, wow. You will literally spend, like, days of your life on this. Like, you will go to bed and dream of doing things in your factory oh, that you God. haven't done yet. <laughs> like me, when I was growing up playing RuneScape, I would just spend, like, days on end. Just, like, wake up, play RuneScape, go to bed, wake up, play RuneScape, go to bed, yeah. repeat. I actually, I had this dream where I dreamt of, like, optimizing some portion of my factory. I thought it was, like, this really clever, like, hack that I came up with. And so I, I had a dream where, like, I did everything right and my factory was going really well. And then I woke up and I realized I didn't actually do it. And then I forgot what my dream was about. Oh, like, that's the I worst. What... Oh, so, like, I just, like, opened Factorio and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I know what it should look like, but, but I don't know how to get there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh. Uh, Devin, what have you been playing? Oh, God. Um, so... Alright, I want no judgment here at all. Especially because I'm going to be a hypocrite with the words that are about to come out of my mouth. I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. Um, okay. Yes! Yes! Yeah, I've been playing a yes! lot of Fortnite. Um, like, I like I bought the Battle Pass and I maxed out. Um, I didn't max out my level, like, but I like got to the end and I like, got all the rewards and everything. Yeah. Um, I've like actually been uh, playing a lot of Fortnite with like, my younger brother. That's um, good. Um... Yeah, which is great. It's been really great. I've also been playing a lot of Mortal Kombat, um, mm -hmm. GTA Five, uh, stuff like that. It's been it's been great. Um, but honestly, I'm kind of a hypocrite for saying I've been playing Fortnite and enjoying it because I always hated on Fortnite for the longest time. Yeah. Um, what is there to hate about that game? I all right, so I think it's just like it's it's no, okay. First of all, it's like, the... I fell into the stigma, and it's just like oh, gross, Fortnite. I feel like it's. I feel like the when Fortnite first came out, you thought it was for little kids. That's oh, the yeah, thing, because mm -hmm. of the cartoon art style and everything it. like that. But like once you start playing it, it's a very well endowed like, concept oh, of battle royale. It's it's addicting too. Like honestly, like it's it's bad. Um, but like like it's really addicting. Um, but it's fun. You know, I've been having a good time playing. Uh, like like a good time playing it. Um. Especially with, like, my brothers and stuff like that, you know, just, we can't, like, 
go and see each other or anything. So yeah, uh, we've been playing Fortnite together. That's been um, that's been fun. Um, I don't know. I beat Pokemon finally. Oh, you did? Um, Sword and Shield. Yeah, finally. Uh, Yo, so get was ready. it a major disappointment to you too? What'd you say? Was it also a major disappointment? Oh yeah, big time. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's honestly, uh, like very, Pokemon never I'm does anything. I'm, I'm 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 not even kidding. I'm not exaggerating when I said this because when I say this, I bought my Switch um, for Pokemon. I sold my Switch. You got rid of your Switch. You got rid of your Switch. Oh, yeah. You got rid of Mario because Kart of, because of because of Pokemon. Yeah. Why? Why? That's. I don't think that's that's that, enough no, to no, sell no, your no, Switch. No. No, no, no. I bought the Switch for one reason only. Everything else was side. I bought my Switch for Pokemon, and I was let down, so I said no. But DLC, bro. Don't care. Expansion pass. New no, Reggies. New you, new birds. I was that disappointed. I can understand if you were disappointed with Pokemon, but, like, the Switch is one of the best things I under, no, in gaming. No, I, no I, I, I don't get me wrong. I love my Switch. I thought it was great. Um, but I was that disappointed, yes. and I was just like, "No, I'll revisit it when I cool down." Um, yeah, good luck revisiting it with the yeah, I know, every, yeah, yeah, I know. That yeah. was the biggest, yeah, that was the dumbest move you could have ever done. You're never or the smartest. You, you get upsell that for like, if know, it, it's well conditioned, it's you got upsell. Honestly, I was like, "Fuck it, whatever." Um, I would say just I, give it to your brother at that point and be like, "Here, uh, have it well, for now." Too late. Um. <laughs> um what else have I been playing? I, I I wiped my Skyrim uh, playthrough off my Xbox. Um, okay. So I'm gonna pick that back up again. I'm also without a PC right now, so I'm I'm a console scrub. Yeah, I know. Yo, um, nothing wrong with consoles, bro. I, nothing. nothing. I love I love having a controller, honestly, especially because so I was living in the upstairs of my grandfather's house. Now I'm in the basement. I've got a couch <laughs> in my room. Nice. Uh, like right at the foot of my bed. It's honestly really great because I got like a new TV stand and everything. It's fucking awesome yeah uh, for your current 4k really... tv oh yeah my 50 one of two yeah i just yeah. like get out of bed and i just go downstairs i just like get out of bed and i like just chill at the end of my couch and just play uh skyrim all day play video games. yeah play skyrim whatever i haven't started the new playthrough yet uh but i'm going to I'm, I'm gonna be doing that this weekend um and i highly recommend that that's my recommended game uh, for anyone, uh, Skyrim is always something in my mind that you can always just like leave and come back to, um, regardless of how many times you played it. Because I, I, I don't know. I've always I like I have had. Let's see. I think I had like max like twelve hundred hours on my uh, Skyrim playthrough. Yeah. Uh, and I every time I picked it up, I would still find something new. That um, game is large, like just map it's wise. Huge. Um. But it's great, and you know, I think if if you haven't played Skyrim before, which it's been released four times, so what are you doing if you haven't? You can um, play it on your Alexa for crying out loud. Yeah, you can uh, on your Samsung smart fridge too. Anyway, yeah. uh, so uh, what was it saying? Yeah, if you haven't played it, I think quarantine is like literally the perfect time to play it because, like, what else are you doing? Yeah. Um, uh, like honestly, this is probably the best time to actually pick like to. Pick up your like your watch list for like movies mm -hmm. and like TV shows. Oh, this is the best yep. time to get stuff done. If you have work, just put it on your phone and plug one headphone in and then work. That's just what I recommend. But like this is the time That's to get what I've through been it. Doing. Mm hmm Honestly, like I've been like aside from video games and movies and stuff, I like um I've like I've been the most productive I have ever been. Like since so the semester has ended, I think I did more work 
in this past week than I did throughout the entire semester, just like on personal projects and stuff like that. Like, I think I am now sitting on, like, during the semester, like, I was sitting on, like, one recorded song. I think I'm sitting on, yeah. like, four or five right now. Yeah. Um, I was actually, like, having a chat with people in all chat the other day about, like, we're probably not going to go back in, in the, fall, the fall. Which is going to kill me. I'm literally dying. Not to be that guy, but, like, I I loved going to the bar on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you fucking Chad. Yeah, I know. I'm a chat. I like yeah. literally I blacked out on a Monday night. I'm not even kidding uh, because I missed the I, like I like set up music and like turned on my smart lights to like play music and stuff like that. And I was just kind of vibing. You're, yeah, you were vibing. I was vibing. I was having a great time uh, on a Monday night. Uh, you know, I, it's not like I had to wake up and go anywhere. So, yeah. You know, and also, like it, the thing I was going to say was chat. like, it was a real chat. yeah, you are the Chad. You're, you're you know. are the gamer Chad. The thing I was saying, chat of UCGC, bro. we have a chat yeah. of UCGC though. We have two chads now. Fantastic. Yeah, Justin, no, like... Justin, Justin too. Justin's my replacement chad. Um, so yeah, but like anyway, go on, go yeah. ahead, Davis. Yeah, so I, like, I had the conversation all chat the other day where I was saying I've been more productive at home rather than at school because, like, at school I'm just going between classes. I don't have time to sit down and actually do work. But when I actually sit down for the final, like, couple of weeks of classes, I was like, I was pumping out papers like no one's business. Like, mm-hmm. it was just insane amount of, um, of the amount of work I could do at home rather than going and sitting inside a physical classroom to do this. Which I think is, like, eye-popping to see, like, hey, some people just work better at home than they do inside a work setting. Which is, like, it's true, because they've done studies on this. Like, people are more productive when they're at ho- inside their own home. I'm so when it comes to schoolwork, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I can't do any work at home. Like, I need to be like in the library studying to get work done. Like, I cannot be home and do work. I have tried every single room in my house trying to get work done and it just doesn't work. Like, I need to be like in the library or like in an academic setting. Like, distance learning just like doesn't work for me. So, it's just, it's gonna be interesting. Say the yeah, that's fair. In the fall. And that's why other people are like, I, I I understand why people are taking gap years now because if you're a either need someone who needs labs or like art that needs to be physical, then yeah. you should take a gap year because it's not worth it if we're going to be online to do it and any of the bottle materials there. Like you should definitely just say, hey, take the gap year. People are going to understand and just take it. The fucking the fun thing that just rubs you the wrong way is all the schools would be like, uh, no, don't take the gap year because the gap year is going to throw off. When pe- people look at your transcript or businesses, like, oh, why'd you take this gap year? Oh, that's just not, that's it's not, not, it's not true. Like, like they're going to understand, like, oh, yeah, this was a, during a pandemic. We understand why you took that gap year. Yeah. Like... Ugh. I mean, I actually just took a gap semester, like, last semester. I didn't really care. Like, before the whole pandemic thing. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's looked down upon unfairly. I'd say. I think I, everyone I, needs, I like, time Yeah, it has that certain yep. stigma of, like, you're going to take a gap year because either, A, you're not doing well, or, B, you just don't care about school right now. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like that's Honestly, the stigma that, like, should be yeah. kind of not be associated with that because gap year is, is something that was, like, you need to understand mm-hmm. that taking a gap year is for your own personal health. Mm-hmm. Can you shut the door? Uh, yeah, but that's just my tangent on just, like, schooling in general. Yeah. Can you shut the door? Um, yeah, yeah, no, I I agree, honestly. 
it really shouldn't be frowned upon like everyone's in different situations and like nobody yeah. knows like, what home life is like for some students because like students are coming from literally everywhere like no yeah one, international like, kids don't have proper internet access to get no. certain things like these people no. don't come from the most well-off families they can't afford to they can afford college but they can't afford to be doing this from home that's also like not even just like international students it's literally everybody like you don't you never know yeah um, what their lives are like exactly and like i think it's really unfair to be judging these people like, i think it's actually like bullshit if yeah someone's judging you like you don't have like i think people who are judging other people for like taking gap years and stuff like that um and if people are taking gap years like for their own like mental well-being and or just want to do something different when just like work yeah. to build up more funds because they need it to go back to college like that's understandable I yeah i think the people who are judging like don't have like a right at all yeah, I would say honestly, I don't think a lot of people, at least like people who are nice, like judge on this. I would oh, say it's really this. a lot of the the pushback comes from like people who actually like work for the colleges, mm-hmm. like administrators and stuff, and advisors. Although my advisor was actually really chill about me doing it, so that was really nice. But yeah, I, I talked to my advisor about it. He was I like, think there's yeah, a lot of like academic pressure to finish yeah. college in four years. Like it's. If you don't do it, it seemed like something that's frowned upon. Yeah. And I yeah. think um, that's probably, like, more financial-based than anything else because colleges don't want you to, like, not pay, which is why everyone's trying so hard to get people to not do gap semesters right now. Yeah, especially with colleges because, like, if no one comes back, then they're out of money, basically, even for right. private schools. And private schools already decided – some private schools already decided to go back in the fall semester. <laughs> Because they know that fact. If they don't get students, they're not going to be able to keep it open. And I mean, the way I see it, right, is like if you're doing online classes, then you have to price it against similar offerings, right? So like if you go on yeah. Coursera, you could do like intro chemistry for like $50, right, mm-hmm. as opposed to 4000 And yeah. normally that's an okay price to pay because you're getting like university level support and you have like physical labs and lectures and access to professors and stuff but none of that exists now yeah like the whole point of going to college is to network and meet your professors and get these connections that are helpful but you can't do any of that so it is i would say it's like very unfair to price them the same way uh because you're missing out on a large part of why you're paying for this in the first place over something like coursera or like an online course university uh phoenix online basically what you're saying (laughs) Yeah. 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 And oh, did you see on the subreddit the other day some Rhode Island parent is trying to sue UConn for uh, for not upholding for yeah the tuition or something like that? I was just like, yeah, yeah I thought it was funny. I'm just like, dude, funny. calm yourself right now. Like, well, this I don't kid- know UConn. UConn. See now, there are a lot like, um, it's it's insane. Like honestly, like I really don't want to be paying uh, the amount of money that I'm paying for tuition. Like I would yeah, 100%. it's like. Even I mean, on, the, on the tuition we got back, it wasn't a lot. It, it's not enough. I, UConn, like, uh, they gave me a $1,000 refund um, for – and that was that was part of the CARES Act. That wasn't even, like – because I don't pay room report. I live at home I, you know, yeah. from stores. Um, so, like, they – like, part of the CARES Act for college students, I'm like, that. I'm like oh, boy, $1,000? Thanks. This is going to last me a week because yeah. I have to actually pay bills and shit. Like thanks, this is great. It's like it's it pays a quarter of rent. Like yeah, it's not enough to sustain. 
Like, I understand yeah. the point behind it, but it's just not enough for what it's worth, you know? Absolutely not, yeah. It's insane. I think it's, it's actually interesting you brought up um, UConn getting sued. Um, so I had a friend who worked for, I think, the Engineering Diversity Center. So, yeah. like, she would, um, over the summer, she would invite high schoolers and stuff to go to UConn and check out, like, what the School of Engineering does. So, yeah. like, to motivate people to apply and so she told me that as part of that, she got to look at like the lawsuits that parents would do against UConn for like various reasons. Nice. And she told me that at any point in time, UConn has like over 500 lawsuits going on, well, which is really yeah. interesting because it's not a, it's not like UConn's fault. I think that like it just happens with every organization. But it's so weird because as an individual, you view being sued as like such a big deal in your life. Like it, it takes out so much time, and then at UConn's level, it's just like thousands going on at the same time. Nobody cares. It's really yeah, funny. UConn has their own team of lawyers to deal with everything. They have it handled. That's why you don't see, you don't hear a lot about it because the UConn lawyers already handled everything, and they're just like nipping the bud. Mm-hmm. Didn't very true. Didn't someone try to sue? Um, cause what was it? Uconic last year, last year that they got what you call it? They try to get um. Oh yeah, John um, Kingston. Someone tried to sue. Yeah. What you call it? Yukon or something. Yeah, they tried. Sue-bog? Yeah, yeah. Sue-bog because Sue-bog's in charge of it. Um, yeah, they tried to get Sean Kingston, um, removed because he had sexual assault charges. Uh, on his um, like he was charged with sexual assault. And uh, people didn't feel comfortable. Like honestly, like I, I don't blame them uh, for wanting him removed from the lineup. Like I really don't. Uh, I, I don't know why that wasn't even thought of. Like, like forethought here. Like, are people going to be unhappy that we invited a? I think it was sexual after the invitation oh, that he did it. No, no, it wasn't after. This was, was it? Like, it wasn't. From, it was before. No, it was from years ago um that that he was alleged uh he had allegations put up against him uh for sexual assault this was years ago but like i feel like like from a pr point of view like that forethought should have been there like yeah oh, huh let's think about our audience that we're catering yeah. to it's, it's not like it's not like it's not like you're gonna name. get yeah it's, it's not like you're gonna have to get six nine and zoom them from prison or whatever Six Nine's at home now. He just released a new song, and honestly, it's pretty fire. I'm not even gonna lie. Did he get released from jail? Yeah, he's he's at home. He's serving out the rest of his sentence at home. Oh, he's Um, at under house arrest, basically. Then. Yeah, well, that so he actually does have like medical issues um, that would put him at like even higher risk of death from coronavirus. Um, So, like, honestly, like, okay, sure, fine. Personally, I am not snitch nine. Um, should have stayed in jail. Personally, I'm yeah. not a fan. Uh, but as a, of him as a person, um, but his music's pretty fire. And the new. Do you think they would set up. something up in the sense they would have like a sort of like make sure he couldn't make any money off of like being at home? No, nah, they, nah, they can't do that. He signed a two-year, ten million dollar record label after like I think a record deal like while he was in prison. Fuck bullshit yeah like, yeah you know, well while i was in yeah, quarantine i played final fantasy 7 so i guess oh yeah how was that here what have you been playing and what have you been <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> no 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 it's fine you guys are having fun conversations i wasn't gonna stop it 
um, until the six nine conversation. I had to stop that. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I've been playing uh, uh, Waifu Simulator twenty twenty. Actually, um, it is so Dude. fucking good. Final Fantasy seven. Except for the last, let's see, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. So basically the, the last, last 10 half. hours. The last 10 Okay, hours. so that's like chunk of the game. No, it is not. That is but the last two chapters of the 16 chapters. Fuck. It took the 10 game hours. Is super fucking. The game, so what I like about it. Have you finished story, it? Yeah, I beat it. I beat it. Okay. okay. How long did it take you? 40 hours to complete. Mmm. Just the story? That's story plus uh, side quests. I try to do everything Jeez. in the game. Dude, to, I beat uh, Persona 5 Royale in like 60, and the, the last two hours of that were literally just going against the final boss over and over because I kept dying. Yikes. So, like, so for the most part, like, so what I liked was the story. Story was good. I enjoyed it. I think it's a very cool, like, different take. I never played the original. But like I really enjoyed the the new aspect they were going for, the new things they're going for, because um, it's not the same game. They're 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 definitely different. Like just hearing from other Final Fantasy, from our OG Final Fantasy fans, and just like my own. Like I mean, you can buy the original, the original like on Final on on, uh, on Steam for like seven I have bucks. The, I think I I have the original. I just haven't played it. Um, it's one of those Steam games, you know, you see on sale for like five bucks and you gotta buy it and then you never play it. Um, yeah. And it's really good. It's enjoyable. The characters are lovable. Voice acting, I felt was great. I, th I thought everything was so fun. The music, the, the music is fucking awesome. Like, it's so good. It is so fucking good. The music in that game is by far the best music I've heard in a while. In a video really? Game. It is just really? so fun. There are bangers left and right in that song, huh. in that game, bro. It is awesome. I recommend just listening to the soundtrack if you're vaguely interested in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, and the gameplay was also very good. Like, say, similar to how... So, it's definitely, like, more... It's It's got a good cross between, like, uh, turn-based fighting and, Slashers. like, regular beat-em-ups. Um, so, like... You you press you press uh, the uh, the square button for your light attacks, and then depending on what character you are, your triangle attack uh, changes. So like for Cloud, rather than like it being a full on attack, it's more of a different stance. So he has two stances. One of his he's like really fast, but his attacks are a lot weaker. Weaker. Then you have the hard hitter. One. Yeah. And then there's the Punisher mode, which is he's slower, but like it does like more damage. Times the damage. It does like yeah, it does a lot more damage. And then Tifa, she does like a world. She can like become a fighting game character. You can. I just I was looking on looking up some stuff about Tifa because personally she's my favorite. And um, Jesse stands all the way. Let's go, boys. Like, there are some crazy ass combos you can do with her where you can juggle character enemies in the air just by timing the right moves and the right button press it's like so fucking yeah well that's, that's what you do a lot for kingdom hearts so like it this the system from what i saw is a mixture of like kingdom hearts but when you use like spells and commands you have to stop and that's why i think kind of felt off i mean not really it's no I, I never stopped fighting like i would keep pressing the l button i would keep or the light button like for light attacks 
and like yeah it'll stop the game but i was like still like strategizing and then like there's quick commands too so like you can keep fighting and then like do a quick command of like oh i want to use uh, i want to use cloud's uh bravier move and like all i have to do is like press left trigger and then the like square whatever you assign that to be or if you need to use a potion you press left trigger and then what like uh, try square for whatever that like whatever like you can set uh fast shortcuts you can set shortcuts to mitigate that and it really even even still it does not affect the game like stopping in the middle of battle to like do a command does not affect like anything it was so fluid and it felt so good but what fucking sucked was having to play two chapters for 10 hours and nothing about it was hard it was Five just hours per chapter pretty fucking much it was dude. just like, lengthy they have a lot of fluff in there is what i what i'm like seeing the fluff like i was okay with the fluff throughout the entire game like the side quests are fluff the there's this one section called sector six which is pretty much fucking fluff until you reach market until you reach reach wall market um but like there's a point in the game where you're stuck underneath the 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 this the enemy's base and like none of it's in the original game and it's just like oh you want to escape well i'm evil mustache twirling villain where you're stuck in here until i tell you you can leave and it's like but why why are you doing this to me i don't need because anime peter it's because anime it's like so long like i don't care about the character but like it's just like I'm stuck underground. I have to go through five different sections that are the that are identical to one another, but with different characters, and it's awful. It is so slow and boring. It reminds me of uh, if any of you have played Final Fantasy 15, chapter oh, 13, which is notoriously yeah. awful. That is that is pretty much Final Fantasy's chapter. Final Fantasy 7's chapter 15 is chapter 13. For Final Fantasy 15. Honestly, I it think... It is so bad. I, I so think bad. 15 literally rubbed me the wrong way when the first fucking thing you have to do is push a car to a gas station. I I mean, I like Final Fantasy 15, but, like, I liked everything about it except for, like, the last two chapters, which is how I feel about Final Fantasy 7. Liked everything except for the last two fucking chapters. They're so long... Recurring theme here. They're yeah. so long, and it doesn't need to be there. Like... The, the the really the hardest part were the last two boss battles. And That's fair. That's like it's they a were, big they were, they were tough. They were tough because like they they were it was a one on one of them was a one on two and I was the one who only had one person and the other one was uh, a one on one where I forgot to make Cloud like have um, the good stuff. A lot of a lot of healing spells. So <laughs> kind of got fucked there so that was kind of hard uh, uh, that's what i think well, like, a lot of fan of final fantasies don't do anymore is that they kind of sort of get rid of this sort of class system where like in other rpgs you have a strict healer you have a you have a tech person you have like your main beater well like it's very obvious like what each class is gonna be like Aerith because she has such a massive MP magic pool, yeah she's going to be your primary healer like she gets a lot based on the weapon you use, she can get a lot of fucking buffs for her healing. 
But there are other staffs where you can change up the playstyle, where instead of her being a, a healer, you can make her an offensive spellcaster. And like she can get like mega combos off of off of using heavy, heavy spell attacks. And then like Barrett is obviously your heavy, who has a very small MP pool, but he packs a fucking punch when it comes to distance and and uh and just raw power. Same with Tifa. Tifa's Tifa's like just the close-up brawler who has a lot of a lot of oomph when it comes to her punches. And then, you know, Cloud, since he's the main character, he's very well-rounded. He's good on everything, pretty much. He's very balanced. But um, How is the yeah, AI I'm, in that game? Because I've heard, like, some of the AI is just kind of, like, bad sometimes when with certain enemies. Um, it's kind of good. Uh, like, I don't, I don't think it's terrible. I, it's, the, the ai the ai just like targets you like throughout the entire thing and that's it wait so you're t- so no no, no i'm talking about like i'm talking about like the other player ai like for oh Kifa like my Unbe- teammates yeah yeah they're not that good like it really does require you to be actively like controlling them the commands for them but like they do their job like when you're doing a one like when you're fighting bosses like they're really good and then when you're fighting like they're good at like not they know when to attack certain characters. So if you have a character that's pressured, everyone's going to target that character, which is something I prefer. Like I, prefer, I like to go, I like to kill things one off. I rather than like spread out and fight our own things, like whittle them down one by one, so we're all together rather than saying separate and then yeah, kind of fucking and then, ourselves over. Yeah. So like I appreciate that, but then other times be, because there's no like control, like direct control, sometimes. Because, like, say I'm playing Cloud, Tifa can do whatever the fuck she wants. And so, she just sits there I mean, looking, not, looking, I mean, sitting not... on the floor looking at Cloud like she, like the pretty boy he is. Oh, dude, but, like... Huh, so, wait a minute. So, for the AI, for the, like, monsters and shit, like, if they don't target the other, like, your teammates, they only target you? So, like, it depends. Like, if you... If, if for example, I was on Tifa, right? I'm playing as Tifa. I'm controlling Tifa. And the tar- the car- an enemy is targeting Tifa because it's me. If I swap off of Tifa and go to Cloud, the enemy will continue to target Tifa for like five, six more attacks, and then it'll swap off to Cloud. Huh. Yeah. So it basically, so, like, so it, basically, the more amount of damage you do, it just draws aggro for like the. Uh, I mean, just like so, it, just like player wise, so it's it's delayed when you switch off of characters. Like, so like I was saying, if I'm Tifa and I'm attacking an enemy and they are attacking me. And I swap to Cloud, the character, the character that I am as Cloud now will not be attacked by the main by the enemy until the character until Tifa is either dead or the character or the enemy like used like five six attacks on Tifa and then registers that I'm now Cloud and then goes after Cloud. All huh. right. So the game definitely targets the player. It doesn't just target characters. Like it won't attack Aerith because. It knows that Aerith, it can tell that Aerith has more MP, so they should probably attack Aerith because she's most likely a healer. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's attacking the character. It's smart, it's, the it's smart enough to know what does what and like how to beat it, which is interesting. interesting. Um, eh. But yeah, Final Fantasy VII was good. I've been playing. I played a little bit of Halo as well. Are you getting ready um, for Halo? Are you are you excited for Halo Infinite? Um, I'm really. Like, I wasn't excited for it at first until I replayed the Master Chief Collection. Did you and did like, you finish did you finish Oh bye bye Andy. All right. Yeah. Andy had to, he had to go get he had to get clothes. Did I think you, we're 
Did you um did you finish Halo Five? Uh no, that game fucking sucks. I'm no, on it. okay, yeah, you should finish <laughs> it because it's, I I know. I just watched it online. Like I'm. Oh not... you want? Oh okay okay. So you so, yeah. So if you're like, not gonna I know. Okay, so you you know how it ends and everything like that. Yeah. Okay, so but you're but you're hyped for it now, Halo Infinite. Oh yeah, because is like, Infinite a hard definitely... reboot or is it just like a continue or it's like a, a hard? Not, it, it's a it's like a hard reboot from Halo Five, but they're doing a hard reset to go back to like the original values. That uh, okay, yeah, they're not had. doing the, like at least what they've been saying. We've seen no gameplay to really back yeah. up those yeah. games, which kind of well, like, pisses me off. Yeah, but like, but like it's it's for it's me. A I'm excited for it. reboot is what they're saying. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I think I think it'll be I think it'll be if they just don't follow trends. I think they'll do well. Yeah, I, I if think, they don't pander I, to audiences, like keep yeah. to the I'm hardcore gonna, gamers. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker, cough cough. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna. I mean, it's a Halo game. I've been playing Halo since I was like six, so I'm gonna play it regardless. Um, the same thing I did with Halo Five. Like, it's a Halo game. Like, I enjoyed Halo Five personally. Um. But that's also good. good. I'm glad you yeah. liked it. Yeah, I, I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. You know, I like the story. I think there was a lot of twists and turns um, that like were unexpected, especially the ending. Like when like the cutscene for the last mission like ended, and I googled. I was like, you know, I haven't really heard anything about Halo Five, Halo Six. Let's uh, let's look have this you, up. Have you played Halo Wars too? Because apparently, like that's like a hundred percent like going to impact the story compared to Halo Wars One. I didn't like. I, I haven't Wars played any two. of. The, I haven't played any of the Halo Wars games. Like Halo Wars One was kind of like a nice like spinoff like game. Like it's yeah. fun. There are kind some like things OD, that are implemented. Kind of like ODST. Kind of like ODST. Yeah, but but ODST is way better. In yeah, that's, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, ODST is amazing. And then, but like Halo Wars Two, like it, it pretty much take like it. Obviously, it's affected by the end of the war. Mm-hmm the end of uh the covenant war but right. it's also like it takes up like huge implications on like where where cortana might be at huh. the end of halo 5 because at the end of halo wars 2 if you don't care about spoilers i mean you could just look this up do you care i won't no, spoil it no no, no no i don't I, i'm not gonna play halo wars 2 so <laughs> okay just so go ahead at the Do very it. end of the at the very end of the game like so you first find yourself near installation zero zero. It's like the place where they build all the uh the halo right. rings. Yeah. And and you fight like these covenant like Well wait, Halo Wars isn't first person, it's top down, isn't it? No, it's an RTS. Yeah, it's RTS. Yeah, um okay. and you fight like these this like really fucked up group of covenant like rejects. Okay. And like they're super powerful because of some reason, and they they do something inside Installation Zero Zero. They're using, I think they're using a uh, like a Oracle, okay, to like boost their power or whatever to be like really evil and strong. Okay. And at the end of the game, one of the one of the main characters, she's a scientist lady. She gets teleported to a Halo ring, the nearest Halo ring, and Which at that Halo ring. ring I'm assuming the one that you see at the beginning at that in, in the infinite trailer that we saw. That's, that's be what, the one. That is what is probably that's probably it. Because well, that looks like, I thought that was installation four. I don't I from I Halo mean, One. I mean that's, they're changing a lot of things yeah. in Halo Infinite. So 
there could be a lot of retcons, but yeah. at least in Halo Wars 2, she like hears a sound. She's working in like a forerunner architect area. Yeah. And she hears a sound. So she goes outside and she's like, she knows she's by herself on this installation, but like she looks outside and she just sees a guardian floating in front of her. Okay. And it's the exact same guardian that Cortana was using. Okay. So like it just ends there. Like it cuts right as she looks up to see the the guardian. Huh. And it's just like, oh fuck. So Halo Wars 2 does kind of matter, actually. Huh. <laughs> like interesting. It's the connecting yeah. all the red string on the cork board, basically. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, I've been playing Halo. I, I've been trying to get, before I cut my hand open, I've been trying to get through all the Halos on Legendary. Yeah. And that fucking That's a, sucks. It yeah. sucks, but um, it's like not that bad. I think Halo Halo 1 is the hardest one. Halo, oh, big time. Halo Combat Reach Evolved is hard. Yep. Halo Reach, Halo It's kind of a cakewalk. Um, Halo Four, Halo Four, I'm really good at. I've been, yep. I've, I've been, always been playing. I like, I like Halo Four, so right, I've always played the campaign, and I know like the ins and outs of that. Yeah. Halo Two and Halo One are the hardest ones for me because I'm not a big fan of Halo Two. Everyone loves it, oh, I but love I don't really Halo like. Two. I don't really it's like, like the em, campaign. It's like, it's like Empire for Halo. It's the Empire Strikes Back, except actually no. Halo Three is really fucking good. Yeah, yeah, Halo no, 3. it is. No, don't get me wrong. Halo Three is one of the best ones, but I think Halo Two is Halo Two is like Empire because, uh, oh, and I say that only because like there are so many things that happen in Halo Two that affect the rest of the games going forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, it definitely is the Empire, and like it's like it, it's like an Empire. There's the the tease for the next movie. There's, yeah. like, there's a tease for the next game at the end yeah. of Halo Two. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cutscene, the remastered cutscenes for Halo Two, beautiful. Oh my god! My dad was watching me play Halo Two. It's like a movie. Yeah, he it's was like, "Commuter, are you watching a movie?" I'm like, "No, I'm, no, I'm playing a video game." Like, I would. Love Didn't they come out movie. with like some sort of like so cool. Halo anime a- series or something like that? No, well, no Halo so Legends. Actually... Halo Legends. Yes, yeah, so they did Halo Legends, uh, but they also had a movie, Halo Four: Unto Dawn. Yeah, no, it was a miniseries. Miniseries. The what do you mean? No, that was a movie. There was a one. There was a movie about like fallen cadets at the uh, cadets at the academy. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's like that's a mini series. Was that produced oh. by Machinima? On... Yeah, there was one that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was one that was produced by Machinima. There's one that was produced that was by like Machinima. A, that I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was like a full length like feature movie. Had, like, I think there's definitely was one called Full and, like, and like Blue Team and like the like the original Blue Team members, and it jumps at the end of it to uh, right before Halo Four starts. Is it with the uh, the captain that guy Lasky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, that was a mini series, bro. Was that the mini series? Oh. I thought so. Then, if it's if that was a mini series, then they must have uh, stitched it all together. Yeah, into a feature length because I I watch I didn't watch it as a mini series. I watched it as a because like because like in the mini series, knowing Machinima though, they probably stitched it together. So we're probably both on the on the mark. Master Chief isn't in the mini series until the last episode. Yeah, and that's what I meant. He comes to save the day, basically. Yeah, he comes to save everything. Yeah. With everything back together you know he killed a hunter by stuffing a grenade into it yeah i wish we could do that in halo that'd be but great we've been going on for a long two time. hours now 
Or an no, hour and a half. 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 If you round up, it's two hours, but who's counting? But like, if you guys don't like, if you Devin, if you want to promote anything for UCGC, um, I know for at least the digital media team in UCGC, we're definitely gonna have. I don't know. What are you? What are you guys? What do you guys? What are you guys doing for the summer? I'm very interested. We haven't um, had any in-person um, e-board meetings in the last few e-board meetings. So, like for for UC for the digital media team, we're going to we're going to start implementing a lot more streaming. Like the Perfect. probably doing a lot more doing the podcast live streamed. I that like way, it. it makes it easier for us to just kind of like minor edits and then just upload the vod. Um, and then we're also going to see if we can do like some scheduled like let's plays together, like, like through that. a live stream. Like we play some yeah. games together, doing a lot of stuff. Um, for this month, we're going to hopefully round out this month with not only this podcast, but depending on if Chad has played and or finished Final Fantasy VII, we're going to do a full-blown review of Final Fantasy VII, a lot more in-depth thoughts on the game from me, and hopefully another person's perspective with Chad. And um, yeah, we're going to do a lot more live streams throughout the summer and a lot more... Uh, a lot more videos that are just like kind of casual rather than just on Fridays. But of course, things will change and fluctuate depending on what people are doing, jobs, all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, granted, we're in a pandemic, so I. I, I Everyone should be staying at home. You shouldn't be probably busy. Won't change too much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, game the digital media team. We're hopefully gonna have a nice full stack of stuff Good. coming in June, July, and August mm-hmm. to have a very solid start to f- the fall. I love um, it. But yeah. For the rest of UCGC, um, I don't know. I'm kind of, this is, I, I, this gets me sad because, uh, you know, I've been president last like pretty much fucking two and a half, three years. Um, so, you know, I'm not, I'm looking forward to, but not looking forward to leaving my position. Um, I'm looking forward to see what Justin's able to do with the club, um, but I'm also not looking forward to, um, you know, leaving and, uh, you know, working with all of you guys. Uh, you know, you know, everyone, especially you guys, you guys are my friends. So like, I'm not like, I'm not ever going to talk to you guys again. Um, but, uh, you know, it's going to be hard to kind of let go. Um, other than that, I know that for the fall, Justin really wants to, um, push, uh, hosting events game for gamers pretty much. And just kind of going back to, uh, and making sure that our community is happy with community events and stuff like that, which is something I'm really looking forward to, uh, seeing him do. Um, yeah, uh, other than that, not much else is going on. You know, we're just getting ready for next semester, getting ready for Witcher Prowl and Husky Games next year. Uh, just a lot of logistical stuff. Mm-hmm. We have the Minecraft server opening up, like Andy was talking about. Um, do you have any TM on like how what's gonna how, what uh, when it's gonna be up or? Um, well, so the server itself is already up. Um, you know, Andy, Andy, and I are going to be working together to um, actually like start the server and get it like up and running, up and running. If that makes sense mm-hmm. um, for people to like, actually log on to it. But the server itself is uh, it exists. It's just waiting for um, us to actually go in and set everything up. So, neat. But yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you everybody for joining. Thank you. thank you andy uh davis thank you as always for either hosting or co-hosting with me appreciate you always being part of the podcast and thank you to our audience for listening um so yeah we will see you guys next time bye-bye see ya